0: I started working here in June of uh, 1988, and I was the only professional African-American at Belmont at that time. To be quite honest with you, it was very lonely because I didn't see lots of people on this end of campus that looked like me.
1: For the longest time, I think I was the only African-American male in the professional Mm -hmm. arena until, you know, a couple of more came.
0: Gary, if you recall, you were right down the hall for me. And I think I was as glad to see you as you were to see me. I talked to you about some of the experiences that I'd had here at Belmont as an adult student coordinator and meeting with adult students, their spouses, et cetera. When I would walk out of my office into the main lobby area, I was discounted. Sometimes people didn't even look up to acknowledge that I was the person that they would be talking to. I was a little hurt by it, but I took that as a challenge because I wanted to ensure that they got to know me as a person and that they also uh, were able to understand that I did have the professional knowledge to assist them in reaching their educational goals here at Belmont.
1: Being the telecommunications manager, I'm responsible for the infrastructure of all new buildings and renovations. And I can remember being in meetings where I was the only person of color in the meeting. And I would be there with my director, who's Randall Reynolds. And every question that was asked, even though it was my specialty, mm-hmm. they were directed to Randall Reynolds. And he would in turn say, well, I'm not responsible for that. You have to ask Gary that question. And like you said, they wouldn't even look at me. So tell me, Susan, in your 27 years experience here, when did you really notice a change
0: When I noticed an exponential change was really after Dr. Fisher came, 2000, 2001, uh, when we entered into a voluntary affirmative action plan. That spoke volumes to me because we're a private institution. We didn't have to do that, but we did because Dr. Fisher believed it was the right thing to do. I knew then that we were on an upward trajectory as it pertained to diversity on Belmont's campus.
1: I was on that diversity committee at the time, and the first words that came out of his mouth was, I'm looking at this through fresh eyes and I don't like what I see. I was totally surprised when he came in with that attitude, I want this in place now. He says sometimes you have to push good people to do the right thing.
0: Since then, Gary, you and I, we've had experiences going through the Welcome Home Team training, recruiting, and not just recruiting, but we're intentional about retaining students of color and faculty of color and staff of color.
1: One of the programs at Belmont that institutes is the Bridges to Belmont program. Tell me about how that program got started and what's the direct purpose of that program.
0: Well, Bridges to Belmont is a program to visit high schools here in Nashville. We started with two schools, Maplewood and Stratford High School, recruiting 26 students that's how it got started. Of course, now we'll be up to 80 students. We're not where we'd like to be, but if you look at the numbers in comparison to where we started, you will see that we've made great progress. The visibility that we've received as a result of the hard work that we've done is so exciting to me.